Howdy folks, Dirtnapstad here. Hey, just real quick, wanted to key you guys in on some technical difficulties that we had this week. Uh, one of our guest hosts ran out of recording time, so had to pick and choose where he kind of came in and out at, which gave us a nice challenge with getting everything lined up there. And our other guest had some static that was unfortunately just unable to be removed while keeping the quality of his voice in a audible sense. So, hey, anyway, quality is important to us here, and we'll continue to work on it. Lessons were learned this week. New protocols will be in place. But until then, keep enjoying Split Push. Attack left lane. No. Attack the Gold Fury. Oh my god, what is that? Morados? Grupa. Bruh, you just should have read it normally. Do you not know how to read that word? Oh, you're fuzzy wuzzy. Let's not hurt them too bad. Let's make them scream! You did a thing. Split push! Howdy, folks. Dirtnap's dad here, coming to you live. Nope, not really. But here from Split Push, a smite podcast from the console perspective. Along with me here today, oh, how about that? I stalled, though. (laughs) Friends and family, you already heard him, Dirtnap Dan. Hey, what's happening, everybody? And we got Dicey Victory. What's up, friends? Ready to talk some smite. Thanks for listening. Beagle Girl. What's up, everybody? And I'm Ryukutse Yucky. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Yuki. Our our thoughts and prayers out to dear, dear Yuki. He, he's got the flu. He's dead in bed. <laughs> we memed him one time too hard. One time too hard. Who's going to make fun of Beagle for playing Fortnite this week? But okay. anyway, no. let's put that aside. <laughs> hey, we got some special guests with us here today. How about that? We got hey, with yeah. us Daddy Dark Aura. Hey, everybody. And Uncle Phoenix. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. Welcome to the show. Same. You know, Yuki kind of sprang this on us this week. He's like, hey, man, I got some, some guys that want to be, uh, that we can have on the show. And we're all like, cool. And then he's like, yeah, they're, they're going to be on this Wednesday. I'm like, oh, okay. High five. Let's do this. <laughs> and then, you know, now, now here we are. Now, now Yuki's out sick. Maybe this is all part of a master plan or something here. Hmm. Devious little one. Makes you think. He's, uh, he's, he's training us. He's, he's testing us to see if we can handle this, you know? Do it on our own. He's testing our metal. Can we survive without Papa? <laughs> he is. He's a, he's a proud <laughs> Papa right now. Survival of the fittest. So anyway, uh, Daddy and, and, and Uncle Phoenix here. Uh... Very well said, Cam. What is that? <laughs> Time for the cat to talk. Is that red? Uh, attack of the cat. <laughs> I, thought was, I thought that was red. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you're done having a pussy problem, let us know. Hey, when cats attack, man. Uh, you want to take the, the center stage here a little bit and kind of let everybody know uh, who you guys are and uh, what it is exactly that you do. All right. So anyway, going into what we're all about. So looking at about a year ago, just well, a little over a year ago, we started a Smite Pro AM Discord and organization. It was solely based on 
helping teams find like other teammates to put together or organizations to find teams or even teams to find scrims. Now, we also ran tournaments for a good long while. Although, like, we still do, to be fair. And either there was gem prizing or cash prizing. And it was one of the more popular things that, like, was able to grow. We were mostly solely based on the Xbox community because PS4 wasn't that large and PC was also not the easiest thing to reach, which we're actually branching out to here soon. And I'll leave that information for Doug to give out because he's more the person that runs that. I'm just kind of the one that founded all of it because majority of the backstory, it started with I was part of another org that did a similar thing, but we I was able to call them out on a lie oh. that they had. And you they had the didn't receipts. like that because they knew they were, <laughs> they were wrong, and I was more successful than they were in starting what we've done. So... Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, gotta have them receipts. Hey, I, I've been there and done that. I, so I, I'm, I'm all quite familiar with, uh, well, it was a real life job that I was working at, you know, not a, you know, organizational thing, but yeah, I, I'm all about that whole, uh, I have high ethics and if you don't live up to them, we just gonna have problems. Yeah. So they proceeded to block us and so that was fun. But anyway, so I pretty much was on my own for a while and then I brought on some more staff. So bringing in Dark, who's obviously here. And a couple other of our staff members who have been there with us like the entire time. We've managed to bring a lot of the pros and ex-pros together with a lot of even just some amateur players who now at this point are like huge in player-wise. And they haven't made SCL or anything yet, but they're well known around the Smite community. Like one of our main guys, a big beanbag, he's been there with us for almost the beginning of it. And we've gotten him super close to pro people. We've gotten F dot and aggro. Like he's been noticed by them now. And that's huge. So but Bean's always been there for us, as well as a couple other people wanna just mention those. And those are Rise and Escape and Zudo. They've all been there since the beginning, so I feel like might as well give them a shout out, you know. How about and it's it's not easy getting something like a start, and I I can imagine it. I mean, I've done online work in in various fields, and it's a lot of effort and a lot of time that goes into it to get it off the ground. But it sounds like you guys have uh, you know, put your backs into it and got things rolling. Yeah, we well now just a little over a month ago we changed to an esports organization. Now we still have our Smite side that does the exact same thing as it did before. Because that's our Smite Discord is probably our biggest thing that we have right now until our esports continues to grow like it is. Because we do have a COD team and a Fortnite team on PS4. So they're slowly getting to growing up. But at that point, it, for COD wise, we're just waiting till Black Ops 4. But we have our apparel store be, be up. Car- be careful here. Be careful. You might get Beagle Girl excited talking about Fortnite. Oh my god, I'm not <laughs> obsessed with the game. Yeah. You act like I am. <laughs> What, can I not play other games besides Smite? Nope. No. <laughs> I'm not making fun. I'm not I'm not making fun. Yuki's just, not here, just... so yes you are. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Someone's Someone's gotta gotta take it. Slack. <laughs> we have our apparel store up and running. We have quite a few streamers. Our biggest streamer that Dark actually was able to help pick up was uh Fire Kitty, and she is the fiance of Alpha Jackal, who is the coach of Team Rival. On PC. No so. Oh wow, that's cool. freaking sweet. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, actually, a funny story. I actually did not meet her through that. I didn't even know that she was a uh, fiance to her, uh, him. A uh, friend of mine uh, knew we were looking for streamers, and uh, he watched Faya all the time through streams and YouTube. And uh, he knew that she was looking for a family to join. And uh, so he recommended us. She really liked our apparel. She liked how um, we just kind of our like backstory on through Smite and stuff because she's mainly a Smite streamer. So he gave me her contacts. I messaged her, watched her stream. It was a good stream. She has a good amount of followers. And I started talking to her and uh, we really hit it off. Like uh, she's very, very friendly. She's super nice. And she's actually helped a lot more than uh, you would think just a regular streamer. And I only, uh, after signing on contract, did I find out that she was the fiance to Applejack. And I'm like, oh, well, this just makes things better. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What a, what a- <laughs> That's always a pleasant surprise. Yeah, and it's nice surprise. that it didn't come out in the beginning because then, you know, then everyone could say, oh, well, you know, that's why you did it. But no, that was an after the fact. Thing. Yeah. And uh, she's actually very grateful that she's mentioned it multiple times that uh, she's very happy that. We we picked her up and we enjoy who she is for who she is and not just because of her relations, which she's run into a few times as you could obviously probably guess her fiance is fairly known mm-hmm. in the Smite community. Being a Smite streamer, obviously that's going to get some heads turning. But um, yeah. Yeah. Well, there's always going to be people that say everything and everything under the sun. Yeah, so, some but, people hey. are like that. Don't let that bog you down. Have oh, obviously, fun. obviously. And she's very, very fun. And uh, speaking of what, she's actually going to be helping us uh, host our first PC tournament that is coming up uh, later this month, actually. Oh, where, where, where are we going to be able to watch that? It will be streamed on uh, her Twitch herself. And um, if you follow the Verbius Twitter, there is a link to her Twitch that you'll be able to see. It's going to be hosted on June 24th around uh, 11 a.m. Eastern. If you're in EU, it would be about 5 o'clock in the afternoon. And uh, she'll be only streaming the uh, quarterfinals and on. So for any of the uh, preliminary matches or round one, two, however many teams show up, that's not going to get streamed. But quarterfinals, Mm -hmm. semis, and finals are all going to be streamed on the 24th. And it's actually very interesting. Her fiancé actually showed some interest in commentating on these on the uh, tournament so we uh we're very excited to have that as well and uh he's also apparently bringing on a co-caster which he has not told me yet but uh, i trust the guy so i'm sure he's not gonna bring a criminal on so i think we'll all be fine <laughs> I, i've heard him cast a few games he, he he's pretty good at it i mean being a coach for a pro smite team he's gotta know something he hasn't been fired yeah. yet so i mean He's doing something, yeah. right? <laughs> He's still got his job. He's doing something, right? <laughs> They're doing very well. So, guys, I, I do have uh, a few questions here uh, from our, our our sickly Yuki that he, he's at least managing to, to, to type a few questions over that he had wanted to ask you guys. Thing? So, the first one up here, I, I like this, and it's a two-part question. First off, are you considering a PS4 Pro team? And what's your reaction to that announcement of them doing the PS4 Pro League? Cam, do you want to take this or should I? Yeah. All right, that didn't answer my question, but okay. So, um... (laughs) All I heard was should I, so... 
<laughs> I'm, I'm sure that's all you heard. Okay. So in regards of a PS4 team, we are uh, currently looking for uh, more teams just to, in general, for um, games, esports, general for various gaming. We are obviously making sure that the teams that we do pick up have a, a good track record of both um, behavior-wise and, you know, obviously being good at the game. And we're make, we're trying our best to expand. Currently, uh, we're not actively looking for a PS4 team, but we, uh, I'm sure we definitely would be looking at the idea. Uh, we were talking uh, slightly about starting to go into PS4 Smite since they announced the... Uh, how there's going to be tournaments in that right now. Yeah. I mean, if anyone is currently uh, thinking about uh, looking for an Oregon PS4, go ahead and hit us up. We'll watch a couple of your scrims and who knows? Heck yeah. Hey man, I think that's what most of us, you know, a lot of the people that are listening to this podcast, they have dreams of playing in the pro. I mean, if you're into the game that much that you're listening to a podcast and trying to figure out how to learn and grow, it's because, you know, in the back of your mind, at least somewhere, you're thinking, maybe I could be pro. <laughs> <laughs> I know if I've had Especially that dream myself. I'm just here for the lulls. I mean. <laughs> 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 yeah, one of the guys that, on our squad that probably could be a pro, he's like, yeah, I'm just in it for the laugh. That's why I could be a pro, dude, because I don't, I don't put too much into it. And I still kick ass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, especially in the PS4 scene. Because a lot of the Xbox people that didn't make it into the pro scene went to the PS4. But most of you who have been playing on PS4 can easily take down a lot of them. Like, maybe not mechanically, but just in terms of gameplay-wise, because you know the controls better than probably most of them. But even though they'll be more mechanically sound because they've been playing it longer, you might be better, like, just being able to know the game knowledge better and control-wise better. I've actually played turf? since uh, since season one. I started on PC. Oh, well, then yeah, you should be fine. <laughs> yeah, Dan actually had some experience beforehand with the game before we really got into it. You know, on this on our current stint, and he had done it on PC, and then it was actually um, his cousin that got us all in, or got him and his other buddy interested in Smite on the on the PlayStation. And then, well, cousin bugged out right away and didn't even play with us ever. <laughs> and then I, they got me interested, and I'm just like, uh-oh, I feel the addiction starting again. <laughs> like, I haven't felt this way since WoW or EverQuest. I'm like, here it comes. I know what my next few years the look like. The old WoW days. Good times, good times. <laughs> yeah, good times. Mm -hmm. Till they broke it. Oh, yeah, broke I it. stopped playing years ago. <laughs> Yep, yeah, as soon, soon as they cookie cuttered it, I'm like, I'm done. I'm done. I, I can't do cookie cutter shit. Dude, my rogue, you you never would have believed her build. You would have thought it was a shit build until I kicked your ass in PvP and carried the raid <laughs> through the damage portion. Yeah, you know, it was, didn't matter. I, I knew how to play my character. Just let me alone. We're split pushing thing. the whole way into World of Warcraft, baby. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Our track record for staying on track is not on track because it's off track. <laughs> I mean, we, we were talking for, what, two hours? We gotta talk about something else. <laughs> it's gonna creep in. It's gonna creep in. But hey, we are a Smite podcast, so, you know, um, let's kind of get back to that a little bit, right? <laughs> I do what I want. Whatever, Dan. Yeah, tell me what you want, what you really, really want. I'll tell you what you want, what you really, really want. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know what I want? I want to talk about some games we had this week. Okay. So, I we've had some fun stuff going on. Dicey, why, why don't you get us all started, and then then we'll let our uh, give our guests a little bit of time to think about what they want to talk about. Okay, sure. So most of the week has been fifty fifty, nothing too spectacular. I was out of town this weekend, didn't get any games in, but uh, hitting it hard pretty early, or uh, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. So I, I don't know. There really wasn't too many standout games. The last game I had right before the podcast, I was playing Ymir in an assault, and uh, we almost threw. We almost threw. Uh, we uh, somebody decided to go for kills instead of go for Titan. Threw the Titan <laughs> everywhere. Nobody could actually hit the Titan because it's moving back and forth because he's trying to run around to kill people, and the Titan's running around with them. Uh, Four of us died. Sobek got the last hit. We won. I was happy. But holy cow, we almost do that so hard. Yeah, I'll tell you, it never fails when you get there and you like you throw down your overtime ability and there goes the Titan. Like, what the uh-huh. hell are you doing? And then the other game I had last night with Guy and Fro and Famous Freak. Oh, gosh. Another throw. And we actually lost this one. It was Conquest. We were fragging them. We were up to 15, 20 kills, about 10, 15K gold. The game was over. We got, we just could not end. They just had enough clear around Phoenixes. We didn't group up enough. Uh, there was one rando on our team, and she was like, she must, it must have been dinner time for her because she was just like, I, in the game, in the game, like screaming at us, attack the Titan, attack the Titan, but it wasn't time. So she would go in herself. Finally, the Titan's about like 20%, and then we all die, and it's okay. We come back the next time, and she's like, just go for the Titan right now. And she's screaming, uh, you know, VGS, go for the attack Titan, attack Titan. So we listen to her, and we try, and they come up with a masterful defense. Titan that lives had 1,000 HP at one point. We couldn't get the last hits. We all die. They come down and win, and we're just stunned and angry. We're just angry. Everyone got off. Everyone on comms is like, I'm done. I'm done for the night, like all of us. Uh, so that one just left a sour taste in our mouth. Yeah, sometimes you just gotta. All right, I gotta get up and walk away after that. Yep, that yeah, it's one of those games. It was a tough one to lose. The other team definitely, uh, you know, messaged us after, like, "Oh, good game! Can't believe you throw!" <laughs> and every one of us <laughs> just left immediately. <laughs> like, we don't want to hear this. Yeah, it's like those guys that um, use the blink. Uh, method to kill our Titan in assault a couple days ago, oh. and wanted to chat up. Good game afterwards. I'm like. That wasn't a good game. We beat your ass, and you used a cheap trick to get around it. Yeah, they teleported in. They had two people with upgraded teleport. And we were attacking the Titan, and they were attacking the Titan. I guess this is the week of the dicey victories, or the dicey defeats. Mm-hmm. Holy yeah. cow. Holy cow. That's all I got. I'm going to I'm gonna throw in one match, because you kind of led into it a little bit there, uh, so with some of the games we were playing this week, and, and then I'll throw it over to our guests here after this, and but. Yesterday we were playing some assaults because you know we're, we're we we said two games of conquest for every game of assault. We played a bunch of assault yesterday, and um, we kept getting three guardians, three guardians, three guardians, and in this one, dicey. You were Geb, I was Ardio, Guy was Sylvanas, and then we had Fro as Nuwa and Yuki as um. 
Oh, what's that damn archer's name? <laughs> Hu Yi. There we go. I, I, I know how to, how this works, Bounce right? God. So we weren't having a great game. It was really tough. They had Soul, Cupid, Changa, Hercules, and, and a Fenrir. And right in the beginning of the match, we were kind of pushed them back under tower. Things were going well. We had them, they were pushed out a little bit on their one side. And I was kind of in the middle of that fight and keeping two of their other guys off my, my back line's flank. And Fenrir just peeled out of that, ulted, took me deep under the tower. And, you know, of course I'm dead. And Fro's like, what the hell are you doing back under the tower? I'm like, they have a Fenrir. He's like, oh shit, I forgot they have a Fenrir. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, I got my meditation. It's all good to go. But that was a good indication of how this game was going to go tough. And <laughs> yeah. we're fighting back and forth and we're being patient because we know we're guardians. We got to build some stuff to do some real damage. And we know when we take something that we can't press that advantage, we got to fall back and regroup up. We can't just keep pressing. So we, I don't know where it was. I think we took their tier two tower maybe at this point or something. It was deep. And they, here they all come and we're like, run. Run and we're running and we're running and they're catching up. We're trying to peel them off a little bit and run some more. And, and we get back where our minions come up and it was just dicey said, turn now and altered. And they <laughs> all of them got stunned and like four of them were stunned right in front of me. And we had turned on them so quick that they had like no health. And I'm just like, if I had built like an ounce of damage as Ardeo instead of full on tank, I could have a quadra kill right here because uh, yeah. they were all that low. And I'm just like, I used my ability and not one of them died. <laughs> I'm just like, yep, exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, well, we did we kill. We wiped them there. We it was great. Them. And then we were able to just run back down and, uh, you know, take the Titan. But that was a hell of a fight. Hell of a fight. That was a long game. In perspective, I went 1, 8, and 19. And I was a sacrificial lamb for the most part. Like I would kind of go in, keep everybody busy so the rest of the team could focus on one person and kill them because we didn't have a ton of damage with three Guardians. That was a heck of a game, yeah. So how about uh, how about you guys, Daddy or uh, Mr. Phoenix? You got uh, any good stories from this week? All right, well, I got a couple games. So uh, one game that had happened where I was going to play raw mid, right? And this man picks Loki. And I, like, we didn't have support at the time, and he was third pick. And we had a Hebo jungle, I was raw mid, and then this man picks Loki. So I sent him a message, and I'm just like, why? And then he's like, I, oh, well, I asked if I could, if anyone had a problem with me playing Loki, and nobody responded. And I was like, you didn't send anyone a message. And he goes, oh, I asked in game chat. Now, mind you, nobody plays in game chat. More or less, can you hear anybody when someone else is in game chat? He sees a speaker pop up, but you don't hear them talking. And so he's like, well, I asked, but, you know, I'm going to play Loki either way because I don't like to play support when people don't talk to me. And I was just like, no, that's not how it works. So we get to the game, and we're, like, immensely losing. And by the end of the game, I was, like, 3-9-7 and seven on raw mid because I kept getting jumped on by a Discordia, which was... Cancer in itself. No, oh. there was Blink, Kabrak, and Jungle, and then a Discordia. That was Cancer. Oh, gosh. But anyway. Yeah. So that was happening. But, you know, it's Loki, so he just split pushes everything, takes all their towers, all their phoenixes, and nobody wanted to deal with him on the enemy team. And then we ended up winning because of it. And I was just like, no. <laughs> like, but I mean, it's the power of Loki. <laughs> but, you know, whatever. Dude, okay. Real quick, that is, what, like, one of my least favorite things. 
when something stupid works for someone else. And now I'm like sitting there thinking, great. Now they think that was a good idea. <laughs> I know every time I try to do something like that, they're all over me. I'm like, what the hell? I, people do this all the time. I'm doing the same thing. That you're all paying attention to me. Sometimes I feel like I get a little bit focused and not even like I'm not saying popularity wise because obviously I'm not popular right now in this might world. We're still pretty young, but like, you know, there's times where you're just focus fired and it just drives you nuts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A couple other games. One I lost when going eight, three and one as rat in the jungle. So I had an Izanami go six and seven. And then uh, Giannis mid go two and six, and he was like five holes down the entire game. That was fun. Ouch. As well as servers dying yesterday, like an hour and a half before they were oh. supposed to update. No, this was before I was supposed to update. And so I go back today just to check the history. Apparently my team won. Only three people on my team spawned in, bought items, and it was a 77-minute game. <laughs> and I was like, what? But we won. It didn't mm-hmm. count towards my TP, which made me a little sad. But you know, whatever. Right. That that is that is funny. I can't believe they they followed through and and played that game out. That that probably would. I, I wonder if it was epic. I mean, it sounds like it. If you if you're committed to seventy seven minutes, both sides are like, this is fucking epic. Well, we will tell our grandchildren there, though, I think about they this. Loaded in, bought <laughs> items, and then were kicked out because they only uh, had like beads, tier one boots, like one person had warrior's blessing. And then that was about it. But I mean, if they That's stayed weird. for a good seven so, so minutes sit there. and didn't have more items than that, that was a problem. <laughs> yeah, I probably just like That's where the server probably lagged right out and just let them sit in there. But hey, still would have been cool. Three on three epic conquest. True. That should be a mode of the day. Maybe a three on three on three in the oh. circle battle arena. Wasn't it's that like that's already right. Have you guys played the, the deathmatch at all? Minute. It's a thing. I was just going to say, I thought that was already a thing. I haven't I have played that played yet. yet. I've only played one game of Smite today. I've worked. I only played one. Yeah, and when we went to play it yesterday, it wasn't. It kept kicking us out of the queue, so we, that's why we ended up playing Assault. I haven't decided if I'm going to spend money this patch yet. Like, I want to, but then I don't want to. I'm a little weary about the whole adventure thing because Yuki played it today and then he said the rest of his games, well, actually the rest of his games, was, I only played one, so I don't know why I keep saying that, but uh, he, he said the the Medusa's deathmatch screen was like stuck on his screen and he couldn't see like anything right. It's always broken to be fair. Yeah, so like it's a yeah, little Yeah, I usually buggy. don't play them right, right away, I give them time yeah. to you know, fix out the little shit. <laughs> Hammer out those but nails, you, and then call me. I, I I know exactly what you're feeling. I even posted in the Discord today that I'm torn. Like, I really thought I was going to buy this bundle. You know, like, I thought, like, I'm going to love this mode. This is going to be great. I'm going to buy this bundle, get some cool shit, you know. And then I, I it came out, and I looked at it. I'm like, all right, well, I'm not really too thrilled about, you know, some of the rewards. And there's some nice stuff, but, you know, and then the randomness of the of the awesome chest and everything. and. But then I'm looking over here at the Divine Uprising and, it, you know, uh, that Kukulkan skin, I need that. I, I, yeah, I need that, that is... What's your chances pl- at it? Is it 100%? Uh, yes, 100% okay. of the gems I will have by Saturday. Okay. 100%. Same. Because there's, there's five things left and it's your choice of three, so I'm guaranteed to get it by the third roll. Mm-hmm. One of three, yeah. 
Yeah, I saw those graphics in the game last night. Oh my goodness, they were so sweet. So sweet. Yeah, it's like icy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was great. I have 12 out of 24 of the collection progress already without playing any of the adventure. And it's just like, I don't want any of those things. Like, the skins I don't really like that much, personally. The ones that are in there. Except for maybe, mm-hmm. like, the gutter sniper Cupid. That's about it. I just always go for skins that are easy to get, because then I have a less of a chance of getting that shitty skin out of a chest. Yeah. I mean, I like guess. grinding yeah, it out. That is a nice thing out of it. Ugh. Yeah. Definitely not going to do that. But, like, I've always been a grinder, so, like, I'm cool with that. I always did the trade skills in the games more than raiding. When there was the first Trials of Hercropolis thing last season, I grinded the first one so much. I had everything. Yeah, the first one? Mm hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I definitely grinded that one the most out of all of them. Oh, yeah. I mean, this and the only three skins that really had any appeal to me was the Gutter Sniper, the the Crikey Dial, and the High Noon Sylvanas. And I'm like, all right, and they're all in like the most expensive end, you know, of of it all. And it's like, ah, oh, you know, there's a lot to to grind out. And then I'm like, looking over at that that dragon, I'm just like, mm-hmm, it's the dragon. He's winning. I I don't see me. I, I'll play this adventure, but I'm not going to buy it. And and the the skins in the vault just don't thrill me. I might buy one adventure just to get Ganesh at some point. Yeah. Dude, I don't know. That uh Athena looking Achilles skin is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. If you it, yeah. it seriously, if you just look at the Achilles skin card art and just think Athena, you'll see it. it you it's guys think it's too much that I have four hundred and ninety six god skins? No, um you, actually, like Yuki. you you should uh give some to me. <laughs> also have 49 wards and 138 other things man nice dang i have like you put me 270 skins Pick up about, yeah i'm about in the 260s yeah, all right I, I feel pretty poor then i only have 214 ah get good new I'm, kind of, I'm kind of an opportunistic i don't go i'm not quite a whale i suppose yeah. if i were to get all the money back that i spent on this game i'd be so rich <laughs> <laughs> If you count my old PC days, dude, same. I spent so <laughs> way too much. I bought everything. Yeah, you were a spoiled rotten kid, right? Yes, it was. All right. Well, what other? We got any other good games of the week? You know, we kind of got sidetracked there, and I'm mm-hmm. just thinking, I don't know if there's anything else. Okay. Oh, you know what? There was. Okay. A, Hold on. Was Hold on. I got a really so, yeah, good. Game. I got. I'll let you go first. Youth before beauty. Uh, <laughs> you mean beauty before <laughs> age? Whoa. <laughs> Alright, so, I'm getting on PS4, and for once in my life, there's nobody else on. I don't know what to do. So I'm like, okay, I guess I have to solo key. Uh Uh-oh, uh-oh. Cute. Okay. So hard to say. So I did, and my first game, I rolled an assault and got Cupid. And, (laughs) wow, that game was interesting. I carried the whole game. I went, I got 10 kills before I died to tower. Oh my gosh, 10-0? Yeah, 10-0. I was going to go for the godlike just because, but I was like, it doesn't even matter. (laughs) I have so many of those, I don't care. You're ready to die. Yeah, I was ready to go buy. So I went back and I bought, and 
oh my goodness, <laughs> I felt bad almost. <laughs> what I did, the only reason we won this game is because they had an opwash. So every oh. time I would come back or have my all up at all, I would dash through his entire team, all heart bomb, and then uh, beads blink out. <laughs> what? Yep. Night. Like and I would just, I would just run away and like try to dodge the abilities and try to blink out, and it worked like all the time. I think the best relic against Alpwash is blink, blink right to his face. And you'd think multiple people like, do it. I kept thinking like they're waiting him. for me to blink, but when I dashed, it kind of confuses them. Because they're like, isn't he going to save that to leave? <laughs> and I'm like, no, I'm just going to put my overtime effects on you so you can't chase me and you're going to be stunned in a second for a long time. At that time. point, they're probably terrified of you as well. Yeah, and then I just leave. And then I kill you from the front. I just come through. And I did. I got like three triple kills, two quadra kills, and I was like inches away from a penta and this chick stole it. <laughs> that would have been my sixth one. Ugh. Feels bad. <laughs> Gotta be quicker. Dude, I love Pentas. Pentas feels so good. I wouldn't know. That's why I've done it five times. Dude, man. same. So Support main for life. Yeah, me too, buddy. <laughs> See, there, there's the difference. See, I'm, I'm like, even when I play, <laughs> ask him how fun it is when I play RDO. <laughs> I go like 16 and 2 because I steal all their kills anyway. Oh my god. Yeah. And, and Achilles. And he still mid Still mitigates like a ton of damage. Like he, it's not that he's building offense. He builds pure tank, and is, he, he'll still. It's top called damage. skill, bro. Bro, confirming kills. Then get then it gets real. <laughs> I've got I've gotten my Ganesh kills. I've gotten my few. Oh, uh, I love getting like double kills with Ganesh because you're like between towers and your team just can't even keep up. That's what yeah, they're like. you're, they're too far up. I wonder how many Ganesh kills I have. I'm gonna look now. Mine's good. I don't know. <laughs> I got two things here with the game I want to talk about. First off, I think we found in Reddit here this week that a common problem that we were experiencing, at least on PlayStation, is that when you get into an assault, you don't see a timer, can't re-roll your god or anything. You're kind of just stuck with who you are unless you, you can still trade with people, but that was about it. So you had to rely on somebody else re-rolling for you or something like that, uh, which was a real pain in the wazoo. We have since found out, and it seems to have worked, is when you're done playing your game of Assault, look at your stats and all that stuff, and then before you requeue, get on out of that menu area, because if you're still in that menu area when the game pops up, you can't re-roll. The reason I say that is because I got played, uh, got dealt Arachne here the other day, and I'm like, you know what? I can't re-roll. I'm not going to, I'm just going to go with it, you know? And I decided that I was going to play the backline peel. I'm like, look, anybody wants to come in and try to pick on my soul or, um, uh, who else was playing that time? I got to look at the right game here. Uh, no, I didn't have soul. Soul was on the other team, wasn't she? No, no, no. Yeah. No, soul was on our team. Sorry. It was a random. That's why the name looked weird. Soul in a Jing way. So I'm just like, I'm just going to stay back here and peel. I got Guy playing Bacchus in front of me and Beagle playing Ymir in front of me. I know I'm, we're set on the front line. I'm like, I'll take the back line. I'll tell I never had so much fun as Arachne and Assault before. It was just like every time they tried to aggress upon us, it's just like three thump, on them, lock them down with, with, with the stun, 
they're they're dying because well I do damage I'm not just a guardian that's locking them in place I'm locking them in place to actually kill them <laughs> and I went anti heal because they had a really healy team and I'm just like yep you get caught out of position by me you dead you just dead whether I do it or somebody else does it I don't even care but I went positive as Arachne in assault and that's my history with her in assault has not been that great so I was quite happy to go six and four with her and. Yeah, was this, good game. Was this full tank? Uh, no, no. Actually, I, I built full damage. Oh, wow. Yeah, I went, I went Toxic Blade and Attacker's Blessing, Power Boots, Aussie, Blood Forge, and then was building something in the Penetration Tree again, uh, Tier right. 1. So it was just Patience. Yeah, I, yep, just Patience. Patience, Timing, Placement. It was funny because before you know the minions spawned, I had three webs. I had them webbed into their their tower area. <laughs> like, come on out! But there was one other moment that I just wanted to touch on that I had a, a had a fun game with. Was I was playing Ares, and we have Fro Dicey. You were in his Geb again. Fro was in his Cupid, and uh, Yuki was Ganesh, and then we had uh, our rando uh, ran one random with us, and. There was a moment in that match where I don't know how I survived. I haven't gone back and watched watched the receipts here yet on it, but I got it recorded because there was a moment where I just felt like it was like the Scooby-Doo chase scene. I literally had like 5% health, 7% health maybe, and I'm dead. And I'm just, I'm running around this guy, run around Gev, you know, run over here, run through here. Oh, my sh my chains are back up. Well, I'm going to turn and fight now. Yeah, all right. I'm throwing abilities out. I'm like, I'm going to die, so I might as well at least do some damage, right? But I'm just not dying. I'm getting away every time. All right, the chains are done or the flames are done. I, oh, I still got like 100 health. Let me circle back around here over this way, back through dodge. And I'm just like, I can't believe I lived through that. I don't even remember how it ended, but I was I was alive. That's all I know. I'm just like, how the hell am I still going? Like. I don't know, maybe that's the thing you guys said earlier about a lot, you know, Xboxers are switching over to uh, PlayStation, but I I felt like recently I've been able to dodge a lot of people a lot better than I have, so I don't know if I'm just kind of picking my game up a little bit, or if I'm just meeting some people who are using slightly different controls than normal. Getting used to it. Now, I definitely, I was playing Geb. I know I got a Geb shield in there on you. I remember that. Oh, but, hell yeah. Yes, uh, you did. You got a Geb shield in. There was a meditation in there somewhere by someone. Yeah, it's pretty epic. I'm pretty sure, uh, you know, it, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I picked up some. Uh, yes, you got a, a shield in, and then I, that allowed me to pick up some Cupid hearts. Yes, you got a That's Cupid what it heart. Was. Yep. I was like, oh, I was just trying to save him with that heart, and I didn't think he was going to be able to get to it. And then, then Geb shield, there he goes. Ding, ding, ding. Pick him up. Still. Doing throwing chains and flames, having fun. Ah, oh, yeah, I like Aries. We lost that match. That sucked. Yeah, that was another very. That was close. a great way to end that. Yeah, it, we it lost was again. That match. We had it three sucked. guardians. Like this great and epic story. Yeah, and then just it did. no. It was three almost. guardians and froze. Like you know, I'm not a hunter, right? But we lost. <laughs> I know it does feel bad, right? <laughs> yeah, feels bad. We had a great story, and, and then we lost. But cool story, bro. Get yeah, again, it. that was that that. Three guardians, three guardians. We how many times do we have three guardians? At least the last three matches. Oh no, that was two guardians and a warrior. Yeah, but yeah, anyway, we were so tank heavy all night. It is we either have like three tanks or no tanks. All right, hey Beagle, how about your games? You got any good games this week? Oh yes, I do. 
Uh, I was playing with Dan and Necro, and I was Hercules. And I don't know what freaking happened in this game, okay? Like, I didn't really try to build damage, but I didn't try to build, like, completely tanky either. But I ended up going 13, 3, and 10. And it was just hilarious. We ended up losing that game, which, like, really sucked, but... It was Why does every good game end in, yeah, but we lost? I don't know. I actually thought we won that game. I didn't even know we lost. I don't know. Oh, wait. Wasn't there. that the game where they backdoored us? I don't that know. That might have been the game. I think. I think that was the game. Yeah, it was. That's the only reason we lost. And we were yeah. attacking the Titan when they backdoored us and got it. Like yeah. And, and we had before. even used, we had even seen them place a ward. And we threw out sentries and, and killed them. But somehow, they planned to bring enough wards that even though we killed a couple. Because they put the next one down inside the radius of the sentry still. So we we got a couple of wards for free, basically. And they still had enough to get, get down there and do that. You know, even though we wiped them there. That was yeah, crazy. I, I kind of wish that I would have died there so that I could have picked up an extra sentry and just fanned the whole area. Like, nope. But of course, assault is assault, and you can't just buy whenever you want to. Yeah, they should probably just get rid of that relic in that game. It's not fun. Yeah, it's always a big downer to uh, literally destroy an entire game, and then Artemis and just teleports back and solos your Titan. Oh. You know who Beagle Girl's been on a kick of playing though lately? Ymir. Yeah, because I, I finally got a skin for him. He's like my He's my best guardian. I can actually get kills with them, and I love guardian kills. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> I raised my kids right. <laughs> now, you guys probably don't know it, but uh, when I ground my kids, that means, hey, you're grounded. Go play three hours of Smite. He's never done that to any of us once, by the way. <laughs> just gonna... you, guys have, you guys are grounded all the time. You just are no, you <laughs> you like never actually did that before. That would literally pretty much only be torture to... Me and Dan, if we had to play with randoms, and it would just be torture to Alex because Alex doesn't play smart anymore. He can only play like three <laughs> games before getting bored. Yeah, he, he Alex, uh, Sasuke Gaming, I should say. He's got a little game ADD. He's, he's bouncing all over the place. Anybody else have anything interesting to talk about here in games of the week before we wrap up this section and move on here to this week's uh, session of progression? Dan, you got some lore here for this week's session of progression on Terra, the Earth Mother. Yeah. Okay. I I am am Ryukatsu Yucky, and uh, today I will be talking about Terra. (laughs) Uh, Terra matter... Terra Mater, quite literally the Mother Earth, pressed dormant beneath every living thing upon her flesh. Trees stand like hairs, rivers weave like veins, and oceans lap against her sides. Long has she slept since her son, the Titan Saturn, was cast down by his own son. At the forging of creation, Terra was split from all other primordial (laughs) matter to form the Earth. Above her... Oh my god, what is that? Uranos? The sky suspended angelically. <laughs> I'm like, oh gosh, what is that? I should have looked for that first. <laughs> it says above her Uranus. 
Uranus. I love it. She loved him immediately and made him her king. Their children were titans, being even more powerful than they. In his fear and jealousy, Uranus buried the titans within the earth. Terra began to see the arrogance, the vanity, the hatred in her husband. Conspiring with her children, she freed them and overthrew her stupid, annoying, controlling husband. Jerk! What a jerk! (laughs) Uh, The youngest of the titans, Saturn, ruled next. Terra was very proud, and prophecies claimed that Saturn would be defeated by his children, just as Uranus had. Uh, To prevent this, he ate his children. Except one. That's one way. Except it. one. One got away. And, Dan got away. Uh, yep, Dan's the one that got away. Dirt nap Dan. And uh, I, 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 and with righteous fury, I quote unquote split open, uh, unleashing his my swallowed siblings. Ashley, I'm coming. <laughs> Don't swallow Bagel Girl. She's just Sounds a like puppy. That. Like uh-huh. Marcus Earl. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought you were going to say some soap opera. Oh, man. We'll get to that later. All right. And then, uh, so at the end here, but the ravages of a new war have scarred her skin. Her grandchildren, those arrogant, vain, treacherous gods that have stole the world from her son. Those gods, so reminiscent of Uranus, bleed into her bones with every battle. Now she finally rises from her slumber. She rises to claim the throne for herself. And that is... Tara. Mm, Yuki does it better. R- rip Dan. <laughs> yeah, Dan was just our last minute, like, I'll read what they have online. Yeah. Yuki's, like, you know, big into the lore of all the gods. So Yuki yeah, has got all literal websites and facts and encyclopedias. I have this. Yeah, maybe we maybe we got that all now. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't think that's worth, but I did it. It's done. Maybe just have Yuki do it when he's not dying. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. That's a good idea. Why don't we think of that? <laughs> what kind of podcast are we hey, running here? Hey, Yuki, you got homework. Anyway, let's, let's talk about Terra here and her abilities. So, Dicey, you're our resident support. You want to lead the way with this charge? Uh, absolutely not. Um, okay, high five. Uh, so, Terra is a fun god. Am I supposed to, like, read her abilities? Is that the plan? Yeah, just kind of go over how the abilities work. And I can do it if about. you want. Let's do that. I'm not much of a reader. Can't read? Better I'm illiterate. I'm illiterate. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. Don't worry. I will I'll do it. I got it. Thanks, bud. So, starting off with Terra's passive is Standing Stones. It's a passive that buffs her and her allies around her. Terra's ability is creating Standing Stones. As long as any standing stones are on the battleground, Terra becomes knockup immune, and her basic attacks will slow enemies and deal bonus attack damage. These, this bonus damage will trigger basic attack item effects, but not ability ones. If Terra shatters any stones, she will retain this buff for an additional 3 seconds after all of the stones are gone. Slow 30% for 1.25 seconds, bonus damage 7 plus 10% of your magical power. Huh. So, this passive is very strong, especially when doing a fire giant run-through, because if you, because one of fire giant's new abilities is to knock you up if you're hit by one of its strikes. So, if you have the terror passive activated, and you get hit by that, you will not be knocked up. I find that to be very strong, as Terra is one of my favorites. 
Nice. Good against so things like Terra's first ability. This is also true. Anybody with a pluck or a knockup makes you immune. Anti-Hercules. So Server Assault. Sovic pluck. Yeah. Wheelix knockup. Pretty good, pretty good passive, I'd say. Yeah. I didn't know it did all that. <laughs> yeah. Terra's first ability is Force of Nature, which is a dash. Terra gains momentum, causing her to charge forward and deal damage to enemies she passes through. Terra may charge through her own standing stones to shatter them. If she does, she may charge one more time within the next three seconds. Range, 35 meters. Damage, 60, 110, 160, 210, and 260, plus 30% of your magical power. Costs 50 mana, and the cooldown is 15 seconds. Yeah, so this is like her setup ability. Like On its own, it's not very good, but combined with her other abilities, that's when it becomes powerful. Exactly. Before we go on, side note on this one, I think this is one you throw on Instacast, especially on console, because uh, it's much easier. I mean, you know it's a tiny little dash, so I don't think you really need to see the indicator, because when you're ready to dash, you're ready to dash. I don't know. I uh, And it's only a forward dash. Yeah. The way I play Terra, I might, because, you know, I like to make sure I'm smashing all the things I want to smash, you know. Not smashing the things I don't want to smash. If you play her enough and enough in a row, then you can kind of get used to how long it is, and you know you're going to hit the monolith, you know you're going to hit your crushing earth. I mean, I'm just not that good with Terra, I guess. Just get good, Dan, please. Oh, God. Never. Dan, did you just say you're not Just try it out. Try it on his cast. It is better. Yeah, he just said Fun fact, I was the number one Terra on Xbox Season 4 Spring Split. Hey, nice. nice. Wonderful. Congrats. Yeah. Terra's second ability, Crushing Earth, it is a ground target. Terra raises up two standing stones, walls on either side of a target location. As long as both stones stand, Terra may activate this ability again to slam the stones together, damaging and stunning enemies in between them for 1.5 seconds. These stones can be shattered into a cone of shrapnel with force of nature, damaging enemies in the area. Range, 55 meters. Wall duration, 5 seconds. Damage for wall, 50, 85, 120, 155, 160, plus 35% of your magical power. And the shadow damage, 60, 110, 160, 210, 260, plus 35% of your magical power. Cost, 60 to 80 mana. Cooldown, 15 seconds. This ability also works well with Ho Yi, because due to his ricochet, you can get the trouble bounce off of the standing stones. Yeah. Oh yeah. Man knows about that. I've seen that. That's like a disgusting stun, too, because especially if you hit the triple bounce, they get stunned in between that, and then you hit them with a Terra 2. That's a long stun. You're stunned for a long time. (laughs) Yeah. So, Terra's third ability, Monolith, ground target. Terra summons a standing stone Monolith, surging with natural energy. The Monolith heals nearby allied gods for every 0.5 seconds for the duration, but can be destroyed early if hit by three enemy basic attacks. Just side note before I continue with that, that used to be five basic attacks, <laughs> and before that it was seven. Oh, yeah. seven? Oh! Yeah, when they most recently buffed her, they forgot to change it back to three, so she was really busted that first patch, and it was uh, an extra 10% on her uh, ult. It was, mm, it was rough. Oh, when she first came out, it was even better, but we'll get into that later. Indeed. <laughs> so, continuing with this ability. Terra can shatter this stone with Force of Nature to root enemies in the area for one second and create a damaging area that lasts five seconds. Radius, 30 meters. 
Mono with duration, 10 seconds. Heal protect, 3, 6, 9, 12, 15. Divided by plus 15% of your magical power. Shadow damage, 670, 100, 130, 170, 200, plus 50% of your magical power. Root, 1 second. Damage protect, 10, 12, 14, 16, 18, plus 5% of your magical power. Mana cost goes from 60 to 100, and cooldown is 18 seconds. Now on with this ability, but she had gotten nerfed before, so it won't went from a root to a slow, which made her come really out of meta, because beforehand, she had her root on her 3, as well as her passive before her new one, which was a global ultimate, which was god tier, because you didn't have to worry about mana, but you know, they took away the root, so she became useless. But now she's back, and it's great. Even though her passive's different. So when so when it just had the slow, were you able to play her effectively or no? Since you we know you're really good. I I could play her effectively, but not as strong as she used to be because the slow made her very almost useless. Yeah. Because all she had was a stun and a slow. And those are not hard CCs. The stun is not necessarily the uh, slow. It's just a regular CC. Right. And that's not going to help you at all because that's easily beadsable or sprintable. And then you're just kind of, it doesn't help. Now, if you were just wanted to be a troll and combine it with a gem of ISO, then you got a problem. <laughs> still do that. Going into Terra's fourth ability is Earthen Fury. Terra channels her strength into the world around her, buffing her allies and debuffing enemies for 10 seconds. Allies gain 5% damage mitigation and protective stones that heal the ally if all four are activated, as well as a heal over time. Enemies receive 5% more damage from all sources and harmful stones that damage the enemy if all four are activated. Stones are activated when an ally or enemy receives damage. Radius 55 meters. Heal 100 to 300 plus 30% of your magical power. Damage 200 to 400 plus 60% of your magical power. Heal over time 5, 8, 11, 14, 17 plus 2% of your magical power every 0.5 seconds for 10 seconds. Cost is 100 mana, cooldown is 90 seconds. As before, that all used to be different. It was a global alt. Did pretty much the same thing aside from the damaging enemies. Mm-hmm. And you had a speed boost, right? Yeah, you had a movement speed increase, you healed over time, and got the instant heal from taking four hits. And also didn't have to worry about mana. Yeah, no mana issues, yeah. And the nice thing about that, that is all one the was, yeah, like if you're on duo, and you see solo lanes in trouble, pop it, then get out. Yeah, pretty much. So how how do you weave these abilities together? Because I, for one, have played Terra uh, probably like a handful of times, literally. And, um, you know, I've had some fun with her, but I really don't know what the hell I'm doing when I'm, when I'm playing her. If you want to go just with your first three abilities, your best combo is to hit your 3-1, which is throwing up your uh, healing monolith first, and then you dash into that, root them, then they try to start to run away. Now, if they beads out of the root, then you can wait till the beads are done, then activate your two, hit them with your stun, and so then they can't move from there. But if you can get it all off without them beating, beating, so then they get hit with the root, they start to walk away, then you hit them with your two, then they're stunned, then once you hit them with a basic attack, then they're slowed. And then they're just kind of hit with all of the CC all at one time. And then by that time, they should already be bursted down and dead. Yeah, with the teammates. Yeah, as long as your teammates now are you get a second, competent. Now, you get a second dash, 
if you use your dash through your crushing earth or through your monolith, right? Correct. I know the one thing that I've forgotten about the last time I played her and kind of like remembered halfway through the matches, like when you're dashing through her stones, they have that shatter pattern you know, that shoots it out from it. And I was, you know, I'm like kind of halfway through the match. I'm like, oh, what the hell was that? Like, oh, fuck, I forgot about that. Yeah. It's definitely a strong ability, especially if you're playing with her in soul lane and that's how you want to use it. But in terms of, like, if you're playing support-wise, your best combo is to do the 3-1-2. Yeah, the 3-1-2 really didn't work as well without the without it being a stun. Mm-hmm. You mean without it being or, yeah, a root? yeah, root, sorry. Yeah, when it was just the slow, it was like, eh. Like, the slow was nice and all, but it was just it's like... It's so much easier to hit that 2 when they're rooted. Yeah. Exactly. I'm not very good at hitting the 2, that's kind of my down tear downfall. Like everything else, I got her kit down. I mean, her ult's very easy. You just pop it when there's multiple teammates and enemies around and fight it up. Yeah, see, with me, I play on instant cast with everybody. So I kind of have to know the range of the ability and how it works before I use it. And then I'm pretty much able to hit every Terra 2, almost every Terra 2 for the most part. Like, the reason why Dark picked me up was for my Terra and my Fafnir. Mm-hmm. I've been playing more and more guys that are that are newer to me on instant cast, and I and I do like it. And I'm just like I should just bite the bullet and make the change, but it's just like uh, I'm scared of that transitional stage. Yeah, it definitely takes time to used to, but you'll catch on fast. Like I had a game with Knox Friday. I don't play Knox. I this might have been like my third or fourth game with her, and. I put it on instant cast because I'm like, I, I just can't get, I can't hit this stuff if it's not on instant cast. And I went like 10 and 2 on an assault. I was living, living it up. I was just like, oh, this is so much better. <laughs> Definitely a god that uses it very well. Especially on her one. How do we build Terra? What's, what's the best way? I mean, is she a, just a typical guardian build? And, and what about when she's switching up roles for like solo? What, where, where do you make the switches at? It's definitely more situational in terms of whether she's in support or solo. I don't play her in solo a lot. I mostly use her in the support lane. So for the most part, you could do a standard like support build, or you like Guardian's Blessing, then you can go... If you want to finish Boots first, cooldown Boots. If not, then you'll just go to standard Gauntlet of Thieves, cooldown Boots. Now, situational-wise, you can either go into mid-Guardian mail which will slow from basic attacks, or you can do the Sovereignty, which has always been really strong and a good core item, as well as going into a Heartward Amulet after that. Everything else after that is just more situational. Like, if you want to do maybe a Lotus Crown, you could do that, get the physical protection from there. If there's a lot of physical pro- if there's a lot of physical damage coming out from the enemy team, then you would probably be best off going with the Lotus Crown, getting your heal off, when putting your three down, get everyone that little protection, like shield, and then boom, you got that. If you don't want to go that route, then you can go an easy, like, mental discord, or you can go hide of the urchin if you want to, if you feel like you can get those kills and assists. If not, then again, just more situational. If you feel like you're going to do more damage, you can get a rod of Asclepius. So you do get that heal from your three even more so, but at the same time, you're getting about nine plus 90 magical power. So when you do hit with, like, 
your combos, you're going to hit really hard to help your team out. I think Rod of Ass Claps is off, often undervalued. I like people. I know I've had people yell at me for taking it before. I'm like, but it's a nice chunk of power. It, it helps the heal that's keeping you alive, by the way. And that 10% movement speed on it is very significant. I love having a little bit of movement speed. There's reasons why, you know, I can squirrel my way around the battlefield and stay alive and, or just not take damage when they're trying to. That little bit of movement yeah. speed goes a long way in helping that. True facts. Especially, like, let's say you're playing Raw. I know it's off topic of Terra, but if you're playing Raw, put down your three and you happen to have Rod of Asclepius, if you combine that with Raw Passive, you're moving for real fast as well as healing your teammates for about 120 per take. Mm hmm. But I, I like Terra. I mean, I've, I've played her a few times and that the whole healing aspect of her is nice. And I like how they have it tied in there that it. You know, you can sacrifice the heal for the damage. And I, I thought that was a just really neat concept, you know, for the kit. Yeah. Yeah. And her ultimate is still super, super strong. I mean, although it's different now, it's still very, very useful in a team fight. Since we're, yeah. you know, glorious assault mains right now, Dicey, how do you, how do you build her when you get her in assault? Uh, normally I would get solved, heart were solved, uh, and I really like the Lotus Crown. Um, I think that's almost a necessity as well because yeah, it's such a big healing. It's better than even Sylvanas's in terms of using Lotus Crown because anybody can walk through that big giant circle. Uh, with Sylvanas, you know, you have to be close to Sylvanas. You're relying on your teammates to not be idiots. With this, they can accidentally walk into it and then, you know, they get the passive benefit. So. Um, I think she applies that pretty good. Yeah, I just uh, Voidstone is probably good because she, she can dish out a decent amount of damage. Once they changed her ult, I think the funniest thing is after those stones are bursted, uh, sometimes you can get some hilarious last hits when you're just like so far away from the guy who just died and you're like, wait, I got the kill? What happened? Because <laughs> you get that last hit not even trying. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What are your thoughts, Dan? You say you're not very good at Terra. I, I'm calling shenanigans on that. I mean, look, I've had very, very, very many good games as Terra, but I can't say that I'm a great Terra. I can't hit all my twos and all that, but, you know, I definitely know what I'm doing, and I definitely love to be a disruptive force. I'm a very offensive Terra, not build-wise, but just, you know, my tanking style. I had no surprise there, right? Yeah. Dan, Dan's tanking style. I'm gonna run at them. You kill them while they're distracted, and it works because I and, and, I am the and if you don't kill them, I will. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I was doing yesterday with Ardia. We just didn't have the damage. That's why I, I was the sacrificial lamb and died, and we won that game, even though I was one and eight. But it was just like <laughs> I had to go up, and I'm just doing my thing. I'm like, I can do this for a while, but man, it just takes us forever to kill anybody. <laughs> So we talked about her abilities. We've, we've talked about builds on her and, and combos with her. I guess the next uh, step here in the, the chain of evolution is, is uh, what do you do when you're facing a Terra? What, what are some good ways to overcome that force of nature? It, again, depends situationally, I feel like, and where she's being played at. You, you want anti-heal, of course. That's pretty obvious, right? I think a cripple is really good, uh, like an RDO or a 
Poseidon or in the Ares because she can't, you know, dash into her monolith or get a dash to get away. That's one of her very like she's a combo guardian. She needs that dash to to do to be efficient. So that's an option. Yeah, I've actually had quite a few uh, RDOs definitely ruin my day as Terra because I'm trying to dash in or out and. <laughs> And definitely an Athena is a good count on her. She can just taunt her out of dash. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I recommend when you hear the Terra ult, if you're on the enemy team and you got hit by it, just turn around and run. You're probably not going to win that fight. You know, like it just tilts the tide of battle. Just probably just run away. Oh, yeah. I know I've played her a few times and a few times I have. When the shit hits the fan... You hit that alt button, and I've seen, like, there was a fight where I'm just like, we're dead, we're dead. Well, my alt's up, I'll use it. Pop. Oh, deicide. Enemy team. High five. (laughs) Yeah, very strong. Definitely, if she has, she has her monolith, like, passive stacked, and she's not, or she's not going to be immune. Cerberus is still strong against her, only because of the heal, like, taking that he takes as well as the proc shred from his two. So if you pop that proc shred, plus it already slows, you're going to be like countering her quite a bit, because if she tries to heal from it, it's not going to heal for as much as she would like it to, more or less for any of her team. <laughs> Interesting. And Terra's starting to see a little bit less SBO play now that uh, her ult has gone down. People are getting used to playing against her again with the new abilities. She's still she's still in there though. I, oh, yeah. I know I've seen her on she's some still of the top third. Burns. She's still top third for yeah. sure. But uh, for a while there, she was top pick, top ban. So she sounds like she's in a pretty good place then overall. Yeah, I'd say. All right. Well, anybody else got any final thoughts on Terra before we move on here? Well, the silence is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys. Wow, we actually got to the very end. Of the segment, and Dan finally gets to the first terrible pun. Mm, mm. I get it now. Disappointed in you guys. I really thought you would have been on this one. Can we? Can we? Can we just call this episode? This episode is terrible. Now I'm going to throw it over to Sports and Dicey. And now the news with Channel Four. All right, thanks, Lady Sobek. Let's talk about some sports. Esports. Are we? Let's get down for it. All right. So first off, Al Posh undefeated and ranked. What do you think, Dan? Gonna pay up, pick him up every game now? Oh yeah. Benji, top. Uh, I'd say one of the top two or three solo laners in the world right now. Played Al Posh solo on E United, and uh, they won, and he won. So he is undefeated. He will. Going to um, he's dominant, dominant. How posh? One to know. So E United is super good right now. They are dominating NA. Splice has surprised everyone, and uh, the beat Space Station Gaming this week. They look like they might be a top three team. It looks like they're stuck in that third spot. It's going to be really tough, I think, for them to overcome Space Station Gaming, even though they just beat them head to head. But I am. Kind of rooting for them. They're fun to watch. They're fun. They're they're playing really well right now. So it'll be interesting to see if they can creep into the top two and make it to land. 
Unfortunately, uh, Luminosity continues a losing streak. I think they're 0-5 now. Looks like they're struggling to get anything going. So we have a couple spicy picks in the solo lane. They tried. Kiki so cheeky that that dose did not work. First, we have Bacchus. He they he played Bacchus against uh, Hell solo laner, uh, which was fine, okay. And uh, yeah, Bacchus. Did, I mean, he did okay. Of course, the team lost, so because uh, he still had a one-one. So that didn't work out. And then they tried Discordia solo, which is even spicier if you ask me, and uh, definitely didn't work either. I mean, of course, Discordia did a lot of damage. But didn't do what solo laners are kind of supposed to do in tank damage. So they really only had one tank in the support. So mm -hmm. I, I faced a, a Discordia in the solo lane like that. And, and it was tough. But I was, you know, in the end, I was still pushing her under tower and, and, and doing what I needed to do. It just needed to be done a different way. And then once I was online, I'm like, ta ta, I, I don't need to worry about you anymore. Yeah, just go around her and push the uh, next waves so yeah then we have uh europe we have mouse and sk gaming really starting to play better you can tell they are uh improving as the weeks go on but they just can they're not getting the wins you know there's just at this point there's four really good teams including obey in there they're playing really well so they're still in that bottom two but i really think if you took mouse gay and sk gaming and threw them in na they would be maybe like third or fourth. They, they would definitely be picking up wins. They're playing well. They're getting close. They're getting to the game threes. They're looking good early, and they just can't close out games. Mouse got rid of their hunter, Jermaine. So now they're not the Bruise Brothers with Dardes. And this new and this new hunter for Mouse has played really well in the, in the first few games, of course. They still did lose. They're really, I mean, there were a lot. They're very fun to watch mouse in general. Now with the new solo, now with the new hunter who talks where Jermaine was not giving it his all or not like putting 110% in to the pro league. So he decided to step down on behalf of the team, yeah. uh, which was a classy move by him, I'd say. But now this new guy has come in and he played super good. I think mouse is, is going to start sneaking up on people and getting a couple yeah. wins. At least I'm rooting for him too. That's about all I have in sports. All right. Well, we what? No mention about how NRG won. No. Just because they beat Rival last week, you don't want to talk about them now. They just too too old a crappy team. I don't know. Not uh, <laughs> not enough to really go on. I'd say. <clears throat> but I did watch. What about uh, from uh, your guys' perspective? What do you think, our Uncle Phoenix? Any anything interesting in the the pro scene from your your perspective? Um. Pro scene from my perspective. Honestly, I haven't watched a lot of this season, or at least this split anyway. Mostly because I'm just like not interested in it. Yeah, it's the same teams majority of the time, and it's usually like Space Station are on top, Arrival on top, and United is just kind of there. They haven't done real well the split. You know, I mean, even though they won Worlds, just haven't been there. But I mean, that's whatever. Like, it's just, like, because I've been so busy running all the other stuff that I do, I just haven't had the time to. So, I mean, I know Dark watches it more than I do, but, I mean, I'll watch it every once in a while, and when I do, I'm just kind of sad, because it's normally just the same outcome every time. Like, I've yet to see a spicy game. 
unfortunately. So hmm. that's my take on it. Yeah, until you get to the land, I don't know. There's not. There's only a few matchups that are really premium that you're like, I'm not sure who's going to win this. For the most part, it is very predictable. Although, like you said, I think it's the the lower end teams are starting to play better, and and I think that that's going to continue now that they've made some investments into you know the pro scene, and I think we're just going to see better and better play, and I think we'll we'll get a good good well rounded league. Yeah, yeah, that's fun. All right, well, if that's all we got for sports, we're going to go ahead here and move on over to our. Our cat section, apparently. Oh, um, God, not her. <laughs> but we're going to move on over here to the community section. So, Beagle, uh, what, what was this week's community challenge? All right. This week's community challenge is, if you could see a movie with one god as the star, who would it be and what type of movie? Interesting. All right. So, we, we, I'm going to admit, we were slackers. We've... Did our recording last week, and we're all good and happy, and, and then you know what we all forgot about? We forgot to go out and post that community challenge, you know, so you guys had some time to think about it and whatnot, and we kind of threw it out here at the last minute at the beginning of this week, but hey, we got some we got some responses here, and we decided that you know, <laughs> we're going to take a look at them and, and have a little fun here with them. So I'm going to get things started with our first response here from OxyClean. He would like to see a movie with Cabracken as the star, and it's a Michael Bay. And movie. suddenly, so I'm like, all right, I know the name. I gotta look up the movies. Did a quick search. I'm like, oh, okay, all right, we got this. So Michael Bay, lots of cool explosions and some really cool graphics. You know, he was like, uh, you know, I, I looked at the, the list of movies. Saw one of my all, all time favorites, Arm- Armageddon, was on there. You know, if I'm not watching uh, Independence Day on it's TV, stuck on I'm repeat. watching Armageddon or. Or cats da, 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 are attacking da. again. But, um, you know, so I, I, I can just imagine, though, you know, Cabracken, you know, during the action scenes, you know, he's running, he's got this, you know, his big shields out, he's, he's flapping them as he's quickly sprinting around, and but while he's quickly doing it, it's in slow motion, and then she's, he sees she's, that cat, and he goes, kaboom, <laughs> crashes those shields together, this big explosion happens, and, <laughs> and then the cat's just sitting there looking at him going, meow, meow. She's broken, dude, I don't know what's going on, man, I just, she won't stop. <laughs> Got a broke cat. She's kabroken. <laughs> yeah, now now my cat's kabroken, she just keeps walking around meow. <laughs> Our cat got kabroken, dude. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, uh, uh, yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> if, yeah, if there was an action movie out of all the Smite Gods, I think I'd want to see Cabracken. He'd be the star. Yeah. I think that would be a good one. I, I, I really appreciated that one. Yeah. All right. Who's who's taking Mr. Neps here? I'll yeah, take, I got I'll Mr. take Nep. Mr. Neps. I got oh, Diamond. Okay, you got oh, yeah, I got this. All so, right, go for it, dude. We're looking at. Oh, same. So it's going to be like La La Land, but Mr. Neps said. I'd watch a Chang'a and Ho Yi movie, and it'd be a love story. Now, this makes sense lore-wise, because they are married. But, this is like a La La Land version. So, it's a musical, but it's a love story at the same time. So, it's like half a Disney movie, half a musical. But that's every Disney movie, so never mind. But, anyway. <laughs> so, they're just singing all their songs about waxing moons and the sun rising. 
And then there's just this dramatic scene where all of a sudden there's just this big tragedy between the two of them. And it becomes Romeo and Juliet style to where they can only see each other once in a blue moon because their families are just like, no, you're not allowed to see each other. But then they're like, but we're in love. And then it's just like waxing moon all the time and getting hit by it. And then how he's stunned by the waxing moon that he gets hit by. And he, so he raises the mark of his crow for Chang'a and throws it on her. And then they have a child. <laughs> and then they have a child. And that is the basic plot of the, the movie. Mark Chang'a the crow. Dances. Oh, dances. You can't forget about that. Her lunar tango. <gasps> oh. <laughs> Ooh, cha cha cha. The spicy scene. <laughs> I brought in a skin. Let's go. Oh, gosh. Full of all the puns. Yo, I've got That's Moon's room. Who's doing I'm- it? Good imagery. That was very good imagery. I felt fully immersed. <laughs> I was yeah. literally making love to Hoi right there. I mean, yeah, he raised his <laughs> mark crow for I, you. I, I, I felt believe... It. Uh... <laughs> I knew it. I, I knew that, dude. I felt that. <laughs> Drop them suns, baby. <laughs> yeah. He's going to ricochet all of your corners. Don't worry. Oh, <laughs> boy. <laughs> Okay, so getting ready to move on here. Um, I believe uh, Daddy here had uh, had some thoughts on this next one. Are you ready to talk to us here? Yes. All right. Yes. Working on your, your limited time here. So. What do you got? <laughs> I'm, uh, you, <laughs> you could say I'm on death's row with this one. So, uh, from, um, from Navia, I think I'm saying this correct, uh, Navia 03, their vision of a movie with a smite god was the new Frozen movie starring Opwash. So, as I can, as I can think of this, the only, the first thing that pops into mind is something that Cam mentioned earlier. Right before we started recording, was just remakes of all the Frozen songs. So, um, <laughs> do you want to build a body? <laughs> That's one of the things that comes Watch to mind. My <laughs> See them explode. Nice. They do lots of damage. Yeah, and how are we gonna get "Let It Go" in there? Lots of damage, and then they all explode. My ultimate summons a massive horde. Of <laughs> <laughs> you have to throw in Let It Go. That's like the uh, patented song. How are we going to throw that in there? Cam, Cam, would you like I to sing for us? Can't hold them in my hot bar anymore. Throw my corpse. Throw my corpse. Oh my God. Just got to let it explode all the way. <laughs> Love it. Love it. And here I stand (laughs) in the middle of the lane. (laughs) And it didn't hurt with my ultimate anyway. We're definitely going to have to have you guys back for our karaoke episode. (laughs) Yeah, you guys are on for the karaoke episode. (laughs) (laughs) Consider invite set. (laughs) This is... This is this is the new uh, split push okay, subcategory. Yep. Now we got, we've already got ideas. Discord, that's um, already happening. <laughs> yep. Already got ideas. Already right, got ideas. Dan, I, I, I'm guessing you got something for this next one here from Ghost or Ain't. 
Oh, man. KugelCon in a remake of Dragonheart. Dude, I see that and I love it, but I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to say really quick, I'm going to throw my opinion in there. I really was hoping that somebody would say KugelCon and How to Train Your Dragon. (laughs) Because, oh oh my God, I love those movies. But anyway, I, it's been so long since I've seen Dragonheart. I really need to rewatch that. Yeah, it was a good movie. I really should. Thank you for reminding you me ma- about that. You need to make a remake. Of and it. now I can go, go and watch it, but watch <laughs> it very with first Khan YouTube in video. Mind the entire time. You know, can we get a raw and Rio three? Yeah. Can, get, can we get a raw and Chicken Little? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> oh my God! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's even better. Raw and Chicken oh. Little. We're, we're up. <laughs> Or the Up movie where the Kevin kit, the Kevin bird, it could be Raw. <laughs> or instead, we need a Raw skin with Kevin, and his name amazing. is Kevin. Oh, oh my God, Pirates, yes. please! Iris, now, please. I mean, if we're if we're going on the lines we need a Kevin of uh, skin. like really good characters, uh, wouldn't it be great to have a Fenrir cowardly the co- like Courage the Cowardly Dog TV show? Wouldn't that <gasps> be yes! amazing? Oh my God. Yes. Especially with the new skins. With the chibi Fenrir skin, Courage the Cowardly Dog. Mm. That sounds like a great TV show right there. Yes! (laughs) 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 Yes! I'm watching that this evening. Oh my gosh. Stupid dog! If you're old enough to remember that show, raise your hand. Hand is raised. (laughs) My hand's up. I'm up. I love that show. Where are we even at here? Mm. We're way out. We went to left field, took a right, and kept going. (laughs) All right, my boy Willow. Hey, beer here. Beer here. Come get your beer here. Hey, I got some downstairs. Let's go. Oh, we just got a third beer-like. Anyway, so we got oh, we got a fourth. All right, we got Bacchus in a remake of Beer Fest. So I'm picturing my boy Bacchus with about six beers, three in each hand. The bartender is Nuwa, the beer skin. Oktoberfest. Oktoberfest, that's right, yeah. And uh, he chugs three in one hand, then he chugs three in the other hand, and then they go play some ping pong. Ping pong, dude. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Ping pong. That's what I'm thinking. Drunk, drunken kung, kung fu ping, ping pong. Now who wants to hear the Bacchus <laughs> Brynhildr skin sing an Irish drinking song? Oh. Let's hear that. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh. Now we're talking. Sing your heart out. I heard Mickey Mouse. I might be drinking beer tonight, huh? Better not be any problems, huh? Better be missing little, huh? I'm going for Juggalmoff, huh? <laughs> Oh, oh we need to come out Mickey with Mickey Mouse skin. skin. Please. <laughs> Dude, can Aquash get a Mickey Mouse skin and just throw out gloves, like the Mickey Mouse gloves that walk? <laughs> he uh. just run out and fall down. <laughs> Mickey Mouse oh, skin, but Ratatatsker. Oh, yeah, even uh-huh, better. Uh-huh. It'd be like a mix of Dead Mouse. Every time he runs, he's just Mickey Mouse. Dead Mouse, yeah. Yeah. Every step. Oh my god, no. <laughs> Tina, that would be this man. the best voice pack 
ever. I would pay 500 gems for that voice back. Oh my gosh. I can see his joke now. I had to leave my wife. I found out she was fucking goofy. (laughs) 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 Goofy Ben. No, I can see Goofy getting a skin for Baron Samedi, the new god that's coming out. Because he looks like he could be that type of person. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, stands the same way. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Hi, Rez. Make it happen. Hi, Rez. Make it happen. We need a goofy skin. That would be a good one. (laughs) Maybe that's what it is. Does anyone else just think that since the Baron Smitty skin just look, looks like, um, doesn't he look like the villain yes. from Princess and the Frog? Oh, yeah. Is it just me? Or does he look Straight like the up. villain from Princess and the Frog? Straight out. Never seen the movie. I swear they're going to come out with a skin like that. Oh, it, it's, well, th- the villain's basically Baron Smitty in <laughs> cartoon form. That's ba- that's the best yeah. way I can explain it. I'm excited to see how it looks in game. Yeah, yeah. I'll yes, be happy. Currently, we don't have all his abilities and stuff, but by the time it comes out, I'll be happy. We'll know. You'll know before we. If do. one of the tots is, I've got friends yeah, on we'll the other right. side. That will make my day. <laughs> yeah, it's coming soon. I've seen the, the tweets today. Right now, yeah, more is coming. All right, so winter is coming. Dep Nation coming in here with. Thanatos as a neutral character. The sad life of death. Lonely with no friend. Dang. Yeah. Sounds like a boring documentary to me, you know? Just, you follow death around, and, yeah, this is where I gotta wait for this old guy to choke on this ham bone here, you know? He's got about three minutes and six seconds yet. Are you ready for this? It's really exciting. <laughs> 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 Do you find yourself often waiting for fat men to choke on bones? Last but not least here, Fro Double G, looking for a backstory on his boy Cuckoo. I think he's got an obsession here. You know, his, his answer every week is Cuckoo, isn't it? I think it is. <laughs> he's maybe Cuckoo he's for Cuckoo kind of Lane a little cuckoo. bit. No, I can see it now. It's a, he's getting a little Cuckoo, cuckoo for Cuckoo Lane. In his regular form. And then when he rages, he just goes, I have an itch, but I can't scratch it. His back is too big. <laughs> <laughs> The true. We're going to sleep, uh, He's got a little warm. Let's get backstory. Oh, man. Wow. That's. Wow. wow. All right. I didn't even get what you were doing there. That, that just circled over my head, came back, and hit me in the back of the skull. Damn. Wow. Uh, seems like a you get the award for the dad joke yeah. this episode. High five. Oh, the dad award. Oh. <laughs> Right? <laughs> Alrighty. Well, Uncle Phoenix, there are a few last things here from the community I'm going to spit out here. Our, our, our boy Vio chimed in here with our last minute announcement of, hey, we got these guys coming on last minute. Anybody got any questions? So, first up here is how do you all feel about the console side of esports when a game has a PC and console versions? Is the treatment and handling of the two fair and uh, relatively equal? Um, I'm going to say a small bit, and I'll let Dark answer his part, too. So I'll at least answer, do I feel that it, the treatment and handling of the two is fair and relatively equal? Yes and no, to a certain extent. Is it fair and like relatively equal in terms of pay-wise, and how much more they pay attention to PC than they do console? No. It's not fair, more or less equal at all. But in terms of now they've managed to make it to where patches come out at the same time for both PC and console. So now it's fairly relative and equal that way. 
But in terms of now, they're making console more relevant with the PS4 League now. And then, like, obviously being trying to be more community-oriented with Xbox from just all the high-risk stuff that I've had to talk to, getting in terms of some of these tournaments set up. That way, it's also fair and relatively equal, too. Now, I know a lot of people just kind of poop on high-res a lot of the time because there are times where it's kind of just like, bro, what did you do? But at the same time, they're making the game that we all have come to love and be able to be a community for. And people kind of forget that sometimes. I even forget it sometimes, too. Uh, I'm actually here with a gun to my head, (laughs) but we'll talk about that later. Like, I even forget it sometimes, too. But, you know, it's the game that brought a lot of us together. It's the game that brought me and Dark together, the Split Push podcast together, you guys as friends together. So, I mean, it has done a lot, and they've come a long way. Maybe, like, in recent times, they're doing a lot better with other games. (coughs) We roam morale. But, you know. So, like, Smite-wise, it's a good game. It has its quirks. But, again, every game has that quirks when you think about it. And then, in terms of esports-wise, it's it's getting equal. It's going to take time, but it'll eventually equal itself out. Okay. Uh, His next question up here, uh, just real quick, what what do you think about Smite as an esport and and a game? What are your feelings on what Hi-Rez has put forth here as the product? It's a very popular esport. Probably not as popular as some other MMOs or MOBAs. But it's definitely a popular game, to say the least, as an eSport. It could be more popular, yes, but that's only because they really focus on the pro scene, not so much the amateur and community scene as they should. They're slowly kind of doing that with the minor league, but that's only on PC and the global series. But again, that's only on PC. Console-wise, going back to that first question, it's not ultimately fair, because they do broadcast some games when they were doing the SCS, but it was only semis and finals. And that's not going to show a lot of the other teams of like, oh, well, we want to be noticed too, you know? So, I mean, if they had a minor league for a console, that'd be huge. Because then that's another, like, 12 possible teams playing, and then that's all amateur. Yeah, I'm sure there's probably some better than others. But, I mean, it gives more people a chance to get noticed and, like, be able to play, you know? As a game, again, it has its quirks to where there's a lot of bugs or it may not work or it's just, it kind of happens. I mean, every game's like that. Not every game's perfect. No far by this one. But we, we, it's still a game that we love and spend our money on. Cool. And then last question here. If you could add a god of your choosing from an existing pantheon or as a one-off or even just change one in, in some way. What would you do? What would you like to see added or changed? So I did have it pulled up. I couldn't remember her name, but then I found it. Uh, her name is Hecate, and she is a Greek and Roman god, so it, she has the same name in both, so it doesn't really matter. She's the goddess of magic, crossroads, and ghosts. And I'll just kind of give some lore to her that I was able to pick up. So her distinguishing feature is that Hecate is usually dressed in dark robes holding twin torches. All the better to see you and burn you with, my dear. She is accompanied by a she-dog and a polecat, which used to be her enemies before she morphed them into animals. In later times, Hecate was pictured as a woman with three heads, or three entirely different forms for morning, noon, and night. Talk about split personalities. Now, Hecate is the daughter of Titans, 
and although she sided with the gods in the Titan War, she's a mysterious and crafty figure. Magic is her territory, and her followers include Cersei and Medea, who were not exactly Girl Scouts. You can find Hecate in foggy graveyards or at abandoned crossroads at night. If you see a woman with two torches, be nice to her unless you want to become one of her animal familiars. Then, Hecate was a goddess to be feared. The Greeks and Romans respected her power, but didn't usually worship her. She was a goddess of dark and unknown forces, and the fact that she had three different forms meant you never knew whether she could be a good cop or a bad cop. It was best just to stay clear. So she's more of a, well, she'd obviously be a mage, 100%, but she's just kind of one of those gods you don't hear about a lot, but she's there. But at the same time, she just kind of has this super deep and dark secret type of lore to where she would honestly be a very spooky character. And I feel like it'd be kind of cool to implement that. I mean, they already announced that Hera is going to be coming into the game later. So that'll be interesting to see once she comes along. And I'm excited for that. I don't know what she's going to be, but I'm excited. Because, you know, wife of Zeus. So here we go. So yeah. Yeah, Alright. Well, Daddy, you ready to give your answers here? Yes, yes, I am ready for my answers. So, first question is, um, how do I feel about the console side of esports uh, when they have the PC and console versions? So, as Uncle also mentioned, um, Hi-Rez does more um, favor PC when they think about their pro scene, but they have been doing a lot better in um, making it as uh, open to as many platforms as Midas being able to play it on, both on Xbox and PS4 now. Um, they're finally now letting both consoles into the scene. And I think it's a very good start because um, Smite has a very big following on each of the platforms. And I think um, for them to grow scene strive, they need to be able to open up to all the platforms. And that way, if there was someone, you know, who let's say they're a pro on PS4, they can now actually be noticed instead of just going from PS4 to Xbox and immediately console shamed, as a lot of Xbox players call it, because uh, a lot of the higher up Xbox players don't consider PS4 players as good. And having PS4 have a league and show off that, hey, you're wrong, it will change the eyes. And just as it, when console league came out, PC considered console league lower than them. They consider them lower tier, even the higher highest up. And now there's console players who used to be on console, switched to PC, are on pro teams. The Chapos, for example, have been hopping from PC to console back and forth, and have been played in the in the pro league for both PC and console. And for the treatment of both fair and equally, I definitely agree on what Uncle said. When it comes to when it comes to the pro league, they definitely favor PC. But when it comes to like updates now or just giving the information out to everyone and not keeping us in the dark, I think they've done a lot better in keeping that fair. Cool. So, what do you think about um, Smite as a, as an esport and a game? Do you think they're they're really cranking it up or I? I personally don't think it's on its way out, but it is very obvious that, um, especially since the swap to Mixer. Yeah, I really didn't love that. Especially uh, recently, they've lost a lot of their following, but it's slowly coming back. Um, And this happens very often with like every new season. And a lot, this is why people, a a lot of people turn away from Smite for the sheer fact it's always changing. And you, 
Smite is often criticized for not having an identity because it changes its meta and changes its gameplay so much that um, some people just can't get into it and can't learn because they want to play it casually, but they don't want to have to read the patch notes every time. Which is understandable, but Smite, Smite will always have the name for itself of being a game that is never going to stay the same. And for those of us who stick with Smite, it's comforting to us because we know that, like, let's say there's a meta right now that we don't like. It will not always be there. And for those of us who like to change and hate, yeah, season, every season has a different meta. Every season so far has had a different role that has had more priority or just more relevance to. And it will keep being like that. It will never repeat the exact same way. And there's items always being taken out and brought in to always bring a new life to the, to the game. And I feel as if that's what they needed. Every new patch. Yes, and every other patch, there's a new god which can change the meta, which can change the items. And based on that god, or just based on one small little change, they have to change a couple other things just to balance it out. And, well, I don't think Smite will ever be a perfect game. But I do think that Smite will be the game that we can all count on in the end. Mm-hmm. I would agree. But speaking of new gods, if you could bring in one new god, who would it be? Well, Cam mentioned that he would bring in uh, Hecate. And um, Hecate is definitely an interesting god. I have uh, looked into both Greek and Roman mythology. But I'm going to take the other side of that um, that question into perhaps changing a god's uh, builds and just doing a rework of them. Uh, there's everyone's favorite and popular Loki that they want changed, and uh, hashtag July 4th for when he is no longer part of the game for 24 hours. <laughs> but um, if I were to change a god personally, and from a mid laner's perspective, I would have to change Ryzen. They've they've tried to change it before, and I think they changed him for the worse than except better. When when Raijin first came out, he was a very big powerhouse, and but he was not fun, and that was the thing about Raijin. Like no matter how good Raijin ever gets again, he's not going to be a not going to be fun as he when he did when he when his Raiju did instant damage. So I feel as if they need to either a revert Raiju back to instant damage and change the scaling and pure damage on it so it's not as um, explosive as it used to be or just give a new kit to Raijin I can I can instead of maybe like his one being a straight line attack perhaps you know he has four drums how about it's a cone attack and he beats them all at once and it's kind of like a uh, kind of like an Isis one where it pulses out in the channel like it could still be a channel like his one but instead of making it kind of um, a line attack and secure, make it kind of like a cone attack. Just give some more um, more vibrant to him because I just he's too stale. And right now he's in the stage of he he has the he has Freya Freya itis as I will say it. He's either the best or he's not in the meta period. And I feel as if he could do better. That makes a lot of sense. I haven't played him much, but you kind of hit him in the head where he's kind of stale. Like, yeah, I got in, like, he's got these big, slow, powerful feel to him, but it's almost too slow and lumbering for me to, like, get in and really feel like I'm doing what I need to be doing. 
Yeah, I've, I've definitely struggled with him. Yeah, even his alt now doesn't even feel impactful. Most of the time when you see Ration players that actually know how to play Ration, they don't use his one for the full damage. They use it for the taunt or the fear. Because it gives a lot of CC, but retakes so much damage. But even if you use the full damage, it does not feel impactful until you're about full build. Yeah. Interesting. So that's some interesting stuff here. And, uh, but time is starting to slip away from us here. So I'm going to throw it uh, out to our guests here first to wrap things up. And, uh, you know, how can we get a hold of you guys? Who should be getting a hold of you? You know, uh, like, you know, here, here's your elevator pitch. Have at it. All right. Well, our best ways of getting in contact with us would be at Viravis Gaming on Twitter, as you can find just going on Twitter and searching through that. And then you could also look into our Discord to get from there. You can also look for Viravis Smite. That's how you'll find a lot of our Smite stuff. And really, anyone can just kind of get a hold of us and follow us. Our DMs are always open. If you happen to hop into our Discord, you can be sure to talk to me, Uncle Phoenix, or you can talk to Daddy Dog Aura, or really any of the other admins that are around in the Discord. They're always willing to help out and get you the information that you need. And again, our Twitter is always being updated with any upcoming events or any news or giveaways, stuff like that. So I'll let Dark finish out the rest of it. I, 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 love, the, I love the cat to finish your uh, little uh, talk right there. But uh, as... Um... As Uncle said, Twitter and Discord are the best ways possible to reach us. And um, I would also like to give a shout out, uh, <laughs> not necessarily a shout out, but more of a um, a proposal, <laughs> for se. Uh, Vervious Gaming is always looking for streamers. If you are a streamer that um, has a decent following, you don't have to be at the highest. You don't even have to be a Twitch affiliate. You don't even have to have more than 10 followers every day. But if you're someone who can stream regularly and like it is your passion to stream and you want um, help either streaming or want to be part of a family as you stream and grow with us, come to our come to our Twitter, come to our Discord and talk to me. I personally take care of streamers and everything like that. And um, we would love to have you join our family. We're always looking for people to join, even just in the community. If you ever just want to say hi just for the hell of it. Go ahead. We're very friendly, and we would love for more people to join us. It, you do not have to do anything for us to just say hi and be nice. We we don't. It's it's always fun. You know, I think what it all boils down to is that you know, uh, there's the biggest complaints I see in Smite is randoms, you know, not knowing how to work with people. You know, join a community like Furibus Gaming. Like split push, you know, be a part of a community. You make friends. You start to play games with those friends. Randoms melt away. When I first started, yeah, we dealt with randoms all the time. But you know, then I became a whammy of defend middle lane, and I and I met Fro Double G. I met Yuki. I met Dicey. I met all these guys, you know, that I play games with. You know, Guy Necro. All you know, all these guys are a part of my core group of you know people that we play with. You know. I watch Willow, you know, he's a guy that, you know, maybe I should point in your direction. He's a good streamer that, you know, uh, plays on the PS4 and we've grouped up with a lot and, you know, real good guy. So, yeah, be a part of that community and uh, grow Smite. You know, if you love the game, be in a community, 
just makes it even better. Don't forget to get your Viribus apparel, which is using code Viribus to get 10% off. Aimless advertising. Just wanted to throw that out there. <laughs> Twitter couldn't handle my massive handle. Shameless plug for the win. Yeah. Hey, Dicey, how can people get a hold of you? Well, you can uh, twat me on Twitter at Dicey Victory. Hit me up on PSN at Dicey Victory 2. Mm-hmm. Let's play some Smite. Or some Fortnite, but probably some Smite. Beagle Girl, how can folks get a hold of you? You can find me. Probably on Fortnite. I hate you so much. Dan, you play Fortnite with me all the time. I play everything <laughs> with you. If when we're, we both decide what to play, and you usually say, let's play Fortnite until more people get on and play Smite. So shut your freaking mouth. <laughs> anyway, you can find me on Twitter at Beagle underscore girl 27. Or you can hit me up on PS4 at Beagle underscore girl 2780. How about you, Dan? How can folks get a hold of you? All right. You can reach me on the Twitterverse at Split Push Podcast with no A in the cast. It was too long. Twitter couldn't take it. story that it is. That's what it is. That's it. It was just too long. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Twitter couldn't handle my... You know, Your long uh, username. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> there we go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my massive handle. It just wouldn't handle it. So, uh, you know, which we tried. Uh, we did what we could. We made we made do. We made do. He's a little Still had a there. good time. He's a little slow. Uh, so now me and Twitter are sort of acquainted, Ooh, but it's awkward. It's tweeting on your massive handle. Look, man. Little birds tweeting at me all the time. I never know what to do. I never know. Really? Actually, I never know how to follow and like read tweets. They're so confusing. It takes a little getting used to. I'll give it that. You know, and I remember at first I'm just like, like it takes me like a good start? ten minutes to figure what are they out talking about? the order of the tweets and shit. Also, you can uh, reach me on PSN at Dirt X Nap X. Yeah, we're always looking for new friends. Just let me know you're from the podcast. I'll play with you. Ooh. I'm cool. He's a vampire. I won't bite there unless you ask. Yeah, <laughs> All right, so you can find a good old Dirt Naps Dad here on Twitter at Dirt underscore Naps underscore Dad. Same on the PlayStation there. If I ever do get back into streaming, which I want to, I keep saying I'm going to, but I keep not getting there. But in it's summertime. I keep getting up to the mountains right now. That's a little bit more important. Wintertime, maybe I'll get get to it. I don't know. But yeah, I have to add the underscore PS4 to catch me over there. Not doing much with YouTube right now because, well, you know, I got to edit. And we all know how long that takes. <laughs> if you do start streaming, back, back to it. Furbious. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe, 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 maybe that's what's happening. Everybody happen. always maybe. tells me that but, I should uh, be a streamer because I'm hilarious. So I don't know. Maybe I should. Uh, hilarious and get should. top damage. But you can also get a hold of all of us in our Discord, which I have pinned. At the top of my Twitter, that's the easiest way. There's an invite right there. You can go click on it and find us, or just search up Split Push. We're out there. You know, as far as uh, podcasts, you can find us on, you know, iTunes, SoundCloud. I think we're on Google Play. A few other ones are out there. If, hey, if there's one that's out there that you like to listen to them on and it's not on you, let us know. We'll see what we can do about that. What else we got here? Am I missing anything? Oh, I know what we need. We need a community challenge for next week here. We almost forgot about that. What's the community challenge for next week? I <laughs> don't know what that is. We always forget that. I know what it is. It is 
Three word stir store. That's a good challenge. My name is Doug Dividoff from the Dibs You come up with something for that. High five. Great challenge, man. What I was trying to say, though, is that it's three-word story time. So the way this works is you can only post three words at a time. And it is a story about Smite, you know, so keep it on topic, you know, we're a Smite podcast, right? Keep Fortnite out of it. Ashley. So three words at a time, and uh, the rules are it's about Smite, and you have to have at least two other posts between your posts. So have at it, guys. I'll make sure we tweet it out and announce it uh, to everyone tonight, so that way you have time to to have have a, have a little fun with this one. If you got questions? <laughs> hit me up. I'll explain it. Start it up. Mind if I uh, think of one right now? Yeah, start it off. There you go. What are the first three words? Jungler, speed, gone. I can imagine all the junglers crying right now because they know what it feels like when their speed buff is gone. <laughs> All right, well, folks, hey, I had a good time today. We we had our challenges. Uh, we'll overcome them. I'll have yeah. lots of fun editing. Yeah, you yeah, will. Probably. Especially when cats attack, too, huh? So, hey, to close things up here, you know, when it comes to dirt naps, you got to give them before you take them. And when all else fails, slip push. Push. <laughs>